Elite Expert Insider, the podcast that educates, inspires, and motivates you to take your business and life to the next level. We would like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. Please go to the link bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. That's bit.ly forward slash Elite Audible. And get a free 30-day trial to show your support. Thank you, Audible. Now to Elite Expert Insider for conversations with industry leaders. Hey, welcome to our podcast. This is Melanie Johnson along with my partner in crime, Jen Foster. We're from Elite Online Publishing and uh, we just love having you here. Make sure that you leave us comments, that you share the uh, podcast with people, tell them about it, subscribe to us. We would just love that. And if you have a book that you're looking to write, well, Jen and I would be honored to be your publisher and take your book to number one. And you know, we are so excited for a couple reasons. We have a fabulous guest today that's going to really have an impact on your life. He's really going to give you some great strategies to just have a better quality, happier, more um, purpose-driven life. When we get done talking to him, it's just going to be like light bulbs went off in your head. But Jen and I are also excited that we have just come out with a couple cute little elf things. So I'm just dying to show you. So the first thing that we created is this elf activity book. It is so darn adorable. When I got it, I was so excited. And it kind of goes along with your elf on the shelf, or even if you just have an elf. So it's got all these prompts in it where your elf was when you woke up in the morning and what your elf did last night, but you can write in it and then they can draw in it. I don't know if you can see it with the lighting in there, but there's a place for you to draw or put a picture. And then this was Jen's idea. I'm giving her 100% credit for this. This is the elf coloring book. Just that elf just cracks me up. I showed it, I took it out of the package. My mom was here and she's like, oh my gosh, that's so cute. So we just think he's adorable. And um, so here's like just one of the cute pictures of him. I just saw this as one of my favorites where he's got the braids coming down. But there is just cute, cute stuff in here of him. Look at, so this, these cute little drawings of the elves that you can color in. So it kind of goes along with that. It's just fun and cute and funny. So I just love those. And they're just coming out. So they're on Amazon today if you're looking for them. So anyways, I want to get back to our guest. And... Um, I think there's such an epidemic of people using drugs to be happy, people lost in their way of life, kind of um, just not finding their way anymore. Things happen in life and then they kind of lose their way. So uh, Dave is here today and he has written a book about happiness. He's passionate about finding your purpose. Dave, welcome. Thanks for coming today. Hey, you thanks. Want, I just had a name to, change there. Okay, do you want to yeah. intro up one more time and I'll cut it out? Sorry, Scott. Just do an intro to Scott one more time. Okay. Okay. And welcome, Scott. We're so happy to have you here today. Awesome. Hey, thanks so much. I am so glad to be here and happy to share the things that I've learned, primarily about happiness and purpose of life. And uh, really, my story starts out, well, a few years ago, my life was falling apart. Uh, I mean, on the outside, it looked like I was living an enviable life. You can see kind of my awards in the background. I'm a commercial filmmaker by trade. And, you know, on the surface, it looks like what I've got is great. And many men, many people can, can relate with this that, you know, you've been, you've been going for the American dream. You've been checking the boxes. You've been doing all the things that they tell you will bring you happiness and success. And yet you find it empty. 
Well, about three and a half years ago, my life totally started to fall apart because I was so frustrated. I have this emptiness inside of me and, and this frustration that no matter how hard I worked at it, nothing I did seemed to change my circumstances. Uh, and in fact, the, the, more, the more success that I found in life, the emptier I felt, the more frustrated I felt. And I didn't know what to do about it. Well, uh, finally, it came to the point where the wheels were falling off of me. Uh, my relationships were suffering. Um, my, my work was suffering. Uh, I remember I, I went on a, uh, a location scout up in another state. And I yelled at the guy that I was there with. And we spent the next five hours, he and I, alone in a car, driving home without saying a word to each other. You know, I was volatile, uh, like everything that I was trying to hide inside of me about all my frustrations that life was not satisfying and that, that I, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. And, you know, all these frustrations really started to come out. My, my wife was keeping her distance from me. My kids were walking around on eggshells. I was so frustrated inside and I didn't know what to do about it. Well, finally, the wheels really fell off and I blew up at somebody else at work and they put me on probation. And I was like, I realized I, I, something needed to change or I was gonna lose everything. And the interesting thing was, is this whole time I was sure what I needed was a better job. You know, it, it just had to be, you know, I, I, thought it was, I thought it was these outside things that I had been pursuing for so long. Well, I was really fortunate to have the wheels fall off and to realize that what was really uh, at stake was, was my mindset, was how I looked at things. You know, we, we follow these formulas, you know, the, the American dream, you know, that if you work hard, then you will make lots of money and you will be successful. And if you're successful, then you'll be happy. Well, how many of us know some really hardworking, very wealthy, successful people who are miserable, yeah. you know? And, and maybe we can relate because I was like that, <laughs> just absolutely miserable. Uh, and what it is, is we need to reverse engineer that formula. You know, we need to start with, with where we think we're going to end up. We think at the end of it that I'll be happy when. And you've probably told yourself that before, right? You know, Melanie, like, oh, I'll be happy when the podcast is done. You know, <laughs> I'll be happy when, you know, my kids grow up or mm -hmm. whatever, but it's always we tell ourselves these, this myth that happiness is this elusive thing that's somehow out there and it's going to magically come to us after we do all of this work. Yeah. And when you get there, they're disappointed. Oh, absolutely. They get the big house or they get the big account that that's going to fill them up, but they're empty inside to begin with. So they haven't reverse engineered it. So it's kind of like a letdown. It's almost, it's almost they're worse than they were before they got it because they thought it was going to bring all this joy and happiness. And they're like, oh, I'm still where I was. So now what, what do I do? You know, and it even takes you to a lower point. Absolutely. In fact, uh, I have a little story that kind of illustrates that. A few years ago, uh, we were out on vacation in Oregon uh, up at Lincoln City, and my kids were playing in the water. It was the 4th of July. It was the 5th of July, actually. And it was so cold, I didn't want to get into it. But my kids started playing. Anyway, one of my daughters, her cousin, and her cousin got swept out to sea. They got caught in this rip current. And I don't know if you know about what rip currents are, but they shoot out um, faster than Olympic swimmer straight out from the shore. 
Well, I jumped in to help her. Um, my sister-in-law jumped in to help. And we got caught in this. We were able to save one and get her into shore. My daughter was still out there. I went back out. My sister-in-law is just being churned around in this terrible, you know, just in the waves that are crashing in. And I was giving up. <laughs> I mean, I, I drunk so much water I, um, and I had exerted so much energy. I didn't think I had anything left. And suddenly I saw my daughter standing not too far away from us down the shore, you know, kind of motioning for us to come. And so I grabbed my sister-in-law and I pushed her over there and we were able to get out of it. Well, what had happened was the way rip currents work is they go straight out from the shore. They're these inlet things. Anyway, they, they're just like a jet. And the way people die is they fight it and they go directly into shore because you want to take the, the closest, right. you know, you want to make the closest path. So you exert all this energy, everything that you have into, you know, helping save yourself. And that's actually how you die. Now, the interesting thing about what happened to my daughter was, you know, she's young. She's not a great swimmer. And so she resorted to uh, the kind of swimming stroke that she knew how to do, was, which was the backstroke. And so she took this gentle and <laughs> gingerly, I don't know how you do that in the middle of all these waves, but she starts floating along swimming and goes the same way as the shore. And, and by doing that, she was able to get out of this current that was pulling her out and she found a sandbar that was just a few feet away and was able to get safe. Well, that's kind of how it is with us and happiness. You know, the more we pursue it and we pursue it, pursue it, pursue it, a lot of times we're doing it wrong. And the more energy we put into it, the, the more frustrated we become, the more angry we become, and the more it serves to actually do the opposite of everything that we're pursuing. And that's what happened to me, and that's what's happened to so many people who are following what society tells us will bring us happiness. And the actual way to do it is so simple that you just won't believe it. You know, it's just it's like doing the backstroke. It's like floating along. It's finding peace and tranquility and uh, taking a skills-based approach to happiness, really. Um, would you like me to explain kind yeah, of that? You've led us into this question. Yeah, I love this hanging. What is the formula? <laughs> Tell us what it is. Okay. And I was surprised by this. Uh, when I first learned about this, again, my life was falling apart. Um, I uh, you know, I was so frustrated at work. And then when I started, uh, somebody taught me about the science of happiness. And what this is, is Harvard and Stanford and UCAL Berkeley and the University of Pennsylvania have been studying the happiest, most resilient people. It's called positive psychology. It's like less than 20 years old. Or maybe, actually, I think it's 20 years old this year. Um, but they have found that there are certain traits that people have. And that when they have those, then they're happier. And not only that, with these experiments, they could actually um, get people to experience these things. And when they did, then they became like, suddenly they become, became much happier. So anyway, the very first skill, the, the king of all skills is the skill of gratitude. And you may have heard, um, you know, you're both nodding your head, you know how important <laughs> gratitude is. You may know about the health benefits of it. You may know about, uh, I mean, it just comes up in all of the research that you live longer, that uh, you're more creative, you're more inventive, you're a better team leader. All of these things come from being, being grateful. Well, the 10 words that 
that absolutely changed my life were these 10 words. It, you know, I was reading some of this research and I stumbled across this researcher. I can't remember who said it, but it just floored me because in the place that I was at and the frustration that I was experiencing, this is exactly what I needed. And the 10 words were these, you can't be grateful and unhappy at the same time. So true. And so all of a sudden I was like, there's a way out. You know, I'm, I'm caught in this churn. <laughs> my, my life is falling apart. My relationships are falling apart. And I found out that there was something I could do about it. And sometimes it is so simple as developing a morning routine of gratitude or, you know, where you, where you write these things down or, you know, different things that, that you can do to deliberately elevate your gratitude levels. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I love it. My, and I love that you're touching on gratitude because I just recently heard someone talk about silent gratitude and um, I don't know how you say audible gratitude, but there's different kinds of gratitude. And if you're doing all of them, there's no way you can be sad because you're having so much gratitude. But, you know, silent gratitude, just thinking in your head, but gratitude, writing it down, you know, written gratitude, I guess we could call it, you know, that, I mean, that does more than just saying it in your head or praying or, or, or just saying, I'm so thankful for this, right? It's so yep. much, so much different than when you write it down and then going a step further and writing down that gratitude and sending it to someone, like telling someone you're thankful for them, then it goes even bigger, right? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's kind of interesting as they've been doing the research, you know, writing it down actually makes a huge difference. Yeah. And when I was, you know, again, when my, my, frustration level was at an all-time high, and I was trying to get out of this. I was reading about the science of happiness, and, and I was like, okay, I want to increase my gratitude levels, but I'm so busy. How can I possibly do one more thing? I'm just going to say some extra. I'm going to be extra grateful in my prayers, you know, and, uh, and that was my goal. Well, uh, two or three weeks went by, and nothing changed because I didn't really do it. I didn't actually put this into practice. And so, you know, three weeks later, I'm still in the same frustrated um, situation. <clears throat> and I decided, oh, okay, I'm going to do what they say. I'm going to write down each day three things I'm grateful for. And actually, what I recommend to people is to keep a list or a journal or a notebook or a log or whatever you want to do. But every day, at the same time, write down three fortunate things that happened to you that day. And anyways, I started to do this about a week went by and nothing changed. You know, it wasn't this life changing thing. In fact, a week, you know, a week went by and one night I was so frustrated and I was going to bed and I was tired and it was all I could do to drag myself upstairs. And I realized that I had not written in my gratitude journal. I had not written those three fortunate things. And I was so tired and I was so frustrated and I'd had a bad day and I couldn't think of anything. I couldn't think of one thing, let alone three things. So, you know, I became even more frustrated. Well, the next day I decided to do something different. I decided I wasn't going to wait until the end of the day. I was going to look for it right now. And by the way, I just have to let you know what gratitude actually is. Gratitude is recognizing you are the recipient of deliberate kindness. And so, the next day I was driving, I live up in the mountains above Sundance and I, you know, I drive down this narrow canyon road and at that time they only had two lanes and if you get behind a slow person, 
you're there forever. <laughs> and so, you know, I come up and I'm driving up to this guy and he's going way slow and I'm starting to lose it because that's what I did. And, uh, and all of a sudden he pulls over. And as I drove by, I thought that was fortunate. You know, he deliberately pulled off so that I could pass. I'm going to write about that in my journal. And as soon as I thought about that, all of a sudden I started to feel these feelings I had not felt in years. I started to feel happiness and joy and this connection with another person. And it was amazing. It was so simple. It was so easy. And I bet that stuff happened to me all the time, but I wasn't paying attention to it. Right. So if you start to condition your mind, if you look for things like that, that you can be deliberate, deliberate about focusing on what's going right in your life, you can change your life. And that's just one skill that you can do that you can apply in your life. I and love it. We know the skill, but then they don't do it, right? So it's all about actually taking action. Like you said, I wasn't really doing it. And we're so big on writing things down. Jen and I have all these journals that we produce on Amazon under Elite. And you know, we're just big on writing those things down. It makes such a big difference. And, and I've never heard gratitude said that way. Have you, Jen? Now, can you repeat the definition again for us? Yeah, gratitude is recognizing you are the recipient of deliberate kindness. Gratitude is this amazing thing because it connects us with others. Whether we're grateful for another person or we're grateful to God or, you know, our place in the universe or, you know, wherever it is, when something good and fortunate happens to us, we realize that there's a connection there and it means that we're worthwhile. And it just, it opens up so many doors for express, you know, feeling expressive in your emotions. I love that. So, right, so now your other thing that you're passionate about is finding your purpose, getting your purpose in life. I want to make sure we have time for that. So talk to us about that. Okay. Now I'm super excited about this too. So, um, so I started working on this happiness stuff. You know, again, my life was falling apart. I found out happiness is a skill. I wrote a book about it. I created an app about it. I wanted to help other people to systematically change their lives and, uh, and to, to be able to no longer be the victim, but to be deliberate and intentional about how we live. And, and it started to change me. Well, anyway, I, as I was working on this, I realized that I had this frustration that was never, that was never satisfied. Mm -hmm. And that was that I felt like I had a bigger purpose or a bigger mission and I wasn't living it. Um, and I wasn't sure you know, how to handle that. Anyway, it came back to when I was eight years old. I was on the couch. Uh, it's 1978. So of course, it's this green couch in our my parents living room. And I'm watching TV and I watched this commercial that changed my life. And it was a story of this other boy who was also about eight years old. And, and, uh, and he comes in to talk to his dad. And his dad's in his home office working away, you know, punching away at the 10 key. And, he, and the boy says, Dad, are we going camping? And the dad's like, oh, yeah, I know I said we were going to, but I'm just so busy. And he's still punching away. And, and the son says, oh, well, do you mind coming and looking and seeing what I did to the camper? And the dad says, well, okay, and still punching away. <laughs> Finally, the boy's able to pull him away. And the dad's in the back, and he's looking around, and he says, wow, you've done a fantastic job here. Well, as, uh, as he says that, the boy says, thanks, and slams the door. And the next shot, you see the, you know, him driving away with his dad. He's kidnapped his dad for this father-son uh, family getaway. 
Well, I was so excited about this. I ran down in the basement. My dad was a solopreneur architect and he worked down there in his cave and he'd never finished the basement. He'd never finished, you know, I mean, anything like there's this huge hole where a doorknob should be, you know? And so I'm down there and I'm crouched down looking through this stuff and I'm giggling to myself so excited about this time that I'm going to take with my dad and, uh, and just kind of imagining kidnapping him and doing this thing. Well, as I looked through the hole, I saw something that I didn't expect. My dad was there and he had his head in his hands and he was at his drafting table and he looked tired and he looked worn out. And I, I stood up and I looked around, I'm standing on concrete and the basement's unfinished. It's mostly studded walls and a little bit of drywall. And and I realized, oh my gosh, my dad is working because he has to, not because he wants to. And then all of a sudden I had this wave of shame and guilt come over me that said, Scott, you are so selfish. You would jeopardize the entire family safety for this time with your dad. And all of a sudden I felt this guilt and this ickiness inside. And I didn't know what to do about it. I, didn't, I felt worthless. And I went upstairs you know, just kind of dazed from this whole experience. And I, and I saw the TV was still on and then I remembered the commercial. And then I had the world's second best idea. And the idea was I'm gonna earn my way out of guilt and shame and I'm gonna make commercials and films just like that. And I'm gonna be somebody who is worthwhile and somebody who's, whose life matters. And when I was eight years old, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And I headed off on this purpose-driven mission to make myself worthy and acceptable and worthwhile. Well, so you fast forward 30 plus years and I'm living the dream, I'm doing the films, I'm doing these things that are helping others, but it's not satisfying me. And it turns out it's because my purpose was founded on bad math. And it was that I believed that I could somehow change my worth, that I could earn my way into love, earn my way into value. And it wasn't until after working on all of this stuff and working with a life coach and, and discovering things about myself that I found that I did have a purpose in life and that I was already valuable and we all are. It's just uncovering that. It's just rediscovering who we are, what our, what our values are, what our contribution can be, and then having the courage to then pursue that. So as I help people now, I help them, you know, reverse engineer a meaningful life, a, uh, a fully satisfied life, really. But the first thing we do is we help them get happy, and then we help them discover what their great, greater purpose is, what their why is, what their, their mission, their calling is. And it's so exciting to be able to help people on this journey. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. I love that they find their happiness and then the system and uh, you know how to keep the happiness and then they point it in a direction at a mission to take that happiness and put it towards their purpose. So I like it. They really go hand in hand together. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, once you get that clarity, all of a sudden life opens up to you on the things that you can do. You're no longer wasting all of your energy trying to swim back into shore. You're able to take a more relaxed, more aware um, kind, of, uh, kind of approach to life. Yeah. I love it. I think it's so simple and people don't do it. So I love that you, you know, have the app and you have a book to talk all about it. Tell us about your book and your app. Okay. Um, the app is called Feed Your Happy 
And if you are an iPhone user, you can download it from the Apple Store, the App Store. Uh, and, uh, and then the book is called The Seven Core Skills of Everyday Happiness. Anyway, this is just so that you'll be able to find it if you're looking on Amazon. Um, it's available in Kindle, in audiobook, and in, uh, in paperback there. But what it will do, it, was, it will open your mind to the possibilities that you are more in control of your life than you think. You know, we think we have to change all of these outside things, but really happiness is an inside job. And when you take a skills-based approach, suddenly it's up to you. You're exactly as happy as you're willing to be. Awesome. Thank you so much for that great message. Hopefully we can all share this and, and share it with everyone because it's such a simple message to just get out there and be grateful and, and become happy. Yeah, and, and gratitude is only one of the skills, but there are a lot of other things we could do. But suddenly, you know, we're not the victims in our lives. We're the heroes, and we can do it. So pick up Scott's book, so then you can find out the other things that he's got, the other uh, things besides the gratitude. I want to read it. I love that you have an audio book. I think all authors should have an audio book as well. So you can either listen to it, you can read it, you can have it on Kindle. He's got it on all the formats. So definitely pick up Scott's book. I think it's wonderful. And, you know, I think we're all going to have a happier week just because of it. Just talking to you makes, us, makes me more joyful. Well, anyone who has an Alexa, I just found this out. If you have an Amazon Echo, which is the speaker or the dot, then Alexa is the girl who talks to you on the Echo or dot. And she will read your book to you if you're on, if your Kindle is associated with that account. You can just have her read your Kindle books right to you. And it's That's not cool. a robot voice. It's a beautiful Alexa voice. So you can have your books read to you um, if you don't, if you find it, um, if you don't have Audible right now. So. Hey, that is awesome. That is awesome. All right, so we loved having you here. We want to remind you to uh, leave a comment for us if you have a comment for Scott or for us and subscribe to our podcast. You can share it with others. We want to share, especially this happiness message. This is good for everybody, everywhere. It's going to make you more joyful, more happy. We just love that message. So um, also, if you'd like to write a book, we'd like you to go to EliteOnlinePublishing.com and we're happy to make you a bestseller. And we just had our two new books that came out. We have our... Um, um, little elf journal activity book that is awesome just in time for the holidays and our cute adorable elf coloring book so pick up those on Amazon as well and we will see you next time here on our podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson yeah great thanks and Scott what's your website so people can go there uh, the best way for people to connect with me is scottwilhite.com and uh, love to talk to you thanks great thanks Scott for more information about us, go to EliteOnlinePublishing.com. To get your free book, The Accomplishment and Success Story Starter, simply text your name and email to 832-572-5285. That's 832-572-5285. We'd also like to thank Audible for supporting Elite Expert Insider. To get your free 30-day trial, please go to BIT dot ly forward slash elite audible that's bit dot ly forward slash elite audible and get your free 30-day trial to show your support thank you audible